Saturday night and we are live. I hope everybody is doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. You know, I wanted to launch right into the World Economic Forum tonight, but I can't because the because Joe Biden is the gift that keeps on giving. One, another uh, one of his aides, one of his staffers found another tranche of documents. I believe it's five more classified documents in his home. And let me just reiterate this to you once again. Just so the foundation is etched in stone for everybody, there is no comparison between Joe Biden having classified documents and President Trump having classified documents. President Trump's documents that were on the grounds of Mar-a-Lago, and everyone always talks about, well, Joe Biden is reporting all of this. Well, Joe Biden is reporting that he is committing multiple felonies per classified document. The FBI had met with President Trump prior to the raid, two to three weeks prior to the raid, told him, you know, you have some classified documents. These classified documents were reported uh, from the National Archives. The National Archives made a report to the DOJ. That's really not what happened. I guarantee you the DOJ solicited that report from the archives. But anyway, the official report is the archives uh, made a report to the DOJ that they were missing classified documents. Now, Donald Trump at that time had been out of office for well less than two years, about 19 months out of office. Joe Biden, now if the National Archives is able to track those classified documents that were declassified by Donald Trump, no longer classified, not committing any felonies, not doing anything illegal whatsoever, certainly didn't, ra- didn't, didn't merit a raid from the FBI. If the archives knew that Donald Trump, 19 months after leading office, leaving office, had classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Did they not know for the last six years that Joe Biden, who illegally is possessing classified documents because he cannot declassify? So anything that he has is a federal crime, is a federal felonious crime. Did they not know for the last six years that he didn't have these documents when they knew in 19 months, in less than 19 months, that Donald Trump had them? That Barack Hussein Obama has got somewhere between 140 and 150,000 documents that the archives are looking for that he's yet to turn in. But once again, I'm listen, facts are facts. Truth is truth. Barack Obama can declassify too. As president, you can declassify. He may have declassified all those things, and it's just simply sort of a clerical issue with the archives. They want, they want their archives. He's not giving it to them, but it's still not a crime. Donald Trump is the exact same thing because every document at Mar-a-Lago, that's why you're not hearing anything about it. That's why nothing's come out from that special counsel looking into Mar-a-Lago. Nothing has come out because you cannot charge President Trump with being in possession of classified documents because he declassified them all. That's just the way that it is, and it's proven in writing. Joe Biden is exactly the opposite. So back to it. So back to the National Archives. Did they not know year one that those, that those classified documents were missing? How about year two? How about year three and four? How about year five? He's had them for six years and nothing was ever done. Why is it being done now? Because people are thinking it's the Democrats taking out Biden. I don't believe that that's true. I believe that what happened was the archives actually notified the Biden administration and said, hey, same thing that we had with Trump. We have missing classified documents. We see that we have missing classified documents that were checked out by Joe Robinette Biden. And they're notifying 
the Biden administration. You better go and have your attorney. Why were his attorneys rummaging around the UPenn office that was paid for by the CCP where the documents were found? The first tranche of documents. Why were his, would you ever ask those questions? Why would there be a bunch of lawyers loitering around Joe Biden's office at UPenn? The office, the Biden Center at UPenn, the Biden Center at UPenn paid for by the Chinese Communist Party. $54 million given to that institution by the CCP. So why were his lawyers actually wandering through and searching? Why would that happen suddenly to set up Joe Biden? It's Biden's own attorneys. People who think that the Democrats are taking him out, they're not trying to take him out. This is the Potomac two-step. This is the slow walk. This is what you're seeing with the, with the FDA now mad at Pfizer because Pfizer didn't give them all the, all the information they needed. Then why did you approve their vaccine and call it safe and effective? They're just hoping that you don't notice the date. The FDA, the FDA wants to be able to say, see, we knew Pfizer was corrupt. See, we, we knew it wasn't safe and effective and hoping that you don't notice the date that was about two and a half years after they approved for EU, EUA use their vaccines. That's what they're hoping. And now, the, and now the, the CDC is saying that blood clots are associated with the vaccines. Suddenly, why? And hoping that you don't notice the date that it's actually January 2023, two years after they approved through an EUA and called the vaccine safe and effective. They're hoping you don't know the, uh, notice the date. You know why? Because most people won't. The CDC and FDA will put out statements. We called it. We said it was. We we said we had a problem with Pfizer. Uh, we said we said it caused blood clots. Yeah, but what date did you say that it caused blood clots? That's that. And most people they perish for lack of knowledge. We've all seen it. Everybody so easily strapped on masks, took vaccines, closed their businesses, closed their churches, social distance, pimped and hoard vaccines, whatever it may be. So easily they were they were given marching orders by their ideological and theological and philosophical opponents. And they went ahead and took those orders and, and, and carried them out to the letter. So what's really happened here is what's going on is it's a slow walk. Reference the Biden classified documents. It's just a slow walk. The archives, I guarantee you, notified the Biden administration and said to the Biden administration, you know what? We've got archives here. I mean, we have holes in the archives and these materials were checked out to Joe Biden. He's had them for six years. Jim Jordan is now in charge of the Intel Committee and the, uh, uh, the, the Committee Against the Weaponization of Government. You have Comer in charge of another committee. You have the Republicans that now are actually running all of these committees. And the archives, like, they're going to ask, and we're not going to be able to lie under oath. So you better find them now. Why, were his, why are his lawyers wandering around his office at UPenn? Why are they, why, ask this, why are his staffers and lawyers in his garage next to his Corvette suddenly discovering classified documents? We can get into all the other things about criticizing the media. Of course, the media is not looking into any of this. Of course, the media, but it's not 24-7. I mean, think about, think about the, the stark difference between the two stories. Donald Trump, who can declassify anything you want and did, and it's in writing. Not one thing at Mar-a-Lago is not declassified by Donald Trump. Versus Joe Biden, who no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, there's no discretion involved. There's no discretion by Christopher Wray. There's no discretion by the DOJ or Merrick Garland. There's no discretion by the special counsel. He has committed multiple felonies. There is no way around. It's just like Hillary Clinton with her server in the closet, in the bathroom closet. That was it. That was a felonious crime. The, the verb was just changed by James Comey. So that's what's happening. All they're doing is slow walking this. Oh, we found, we found 
you know, day one, we have this many, this tranche of documents. Day two, we've got this tranche of documents. We're just finding these things. We need to understand something. It doesn't matter if you come forward. If you come forward, you say, you know what, dadgummit, I'm that axe murderer you were looking for five years ago. Just because you come forward doesn't exonerate you from the crime. It doesn't matter that Joe Biden is having his attorneys turn these documents in. None of that matters. He committed the, every single classified document he has. It is illegal for him to have it because he can never declassify them. There's no way it's not illegal is what I'm saying. Here's, it's just a clown show. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday saying that, you know what, you just need to assume that all the documents have been found. Play it for me, Will. Uh, in the statement from the special counsel that the second set of documents that the lawyers have completed the ongoing review by the president's legal uh, team last night. Does that mean there are no other locations where documents could be stored? There's no other search underway at this moment in time for documents from the vice president's time? So as, uh, as I'm just going to, again, that, that statement pretty much lays, lays, that, lays it out, that uh, they, um, they have, uh, as part as the lawyers, they look through the places where documents could have been uh, stored, and the counsel's office released a statement uh, on that. Now it is in the hands of the special counsel. So we should assume that it has been completed. It, it, you should assume that it's been completed, yes. You should assume that it's been completed. Next day, more documents were found by a Biden staffer in his home. What are these people doing? Is this some sort of raid by DNC operatives? No, it's Joe Biden's own people. Make sure you know that. Those of you that think, and listen, you may be right. You may prove me wrong. And let me just, I'll demonstrate this for you. If you prove me wrong, I'll come on the show and say, you know what? I was wrong. Just like all the COVID cavers ever refused to do, all the COVID caving pastors, all the COVID caving conservatives, they all refused to say I was wrong. They're just pretending like they never caved. So here's an Alex Bruce Witt's tweet. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Breaking. Five more classified documents have been found at Biden's home in Delaware. There it is again. Right after Corrine Jean-Pierre noticed the date on the bottom. That's today. Biden also refuses to release the names. I mean, again, it just comes down to this every single time. Biden also refuses to release the names of the people who have, been, who have visited him at his home since the Biden regime began two years ago. That's illegal. I mean, you have to release the names. Anybody who's had exposure to the president has to be released. Again, the CDC refuses to release COVID-19 vaccinated hospitalization and death data. Death data and hospitalization data amongst those vaccinated refuse to release it. Why would that be? Why are all of Fauci's documents heavily redacted? Why, what, why, why is all of this stuff classified? Why is 14,000 hours of 1-6 video uh, footage? Why, why can't that be released? Why, why has that been kept from the public by the, by the DOJ and the FBI? Why can't Christopher Wray answer a question like, did you have informants and FBI assets inside the crowd inciting violence? Did you have FBI assets and informants inside the Capitol with Trump uh, paraphernalia on prior to the, the doors opening at the Capitol? Why, why can't any of these questions be answered? Why, why would they not release it? Why can't Pfizer release its developmental data of the COVID vaccination for 75 years. Why has the FBI said, you know what? We're not going to release the inf- in- in- investigation data about the Hunter Biden laptop for 66 years. Why has the 1-6 committee sequestered its information and classified ins- information about its investigation for 55 years? On and on and on we go. This must end. We cannot be dictated to by a Washington worm-infested, demon-infested swamp any longer all of it needs to be brought to light you've heard me quote this verse a million times john chapter 3 verse 20 everyone practicing evil hates the light 
hates why won't you tell us who it was joe biden that had access to class heavily and remember these are compartmented classified documents you have classified top secret top secret compartment that even top people with top secret clearances can't see this what's in his garage that's what that's in, that's what that the, what's at the in, inside the upen the biden upen center paid for by the ccp why can't we know who went in and out of the biden house over the last two years And even prior to that, because he's had these things for six years. Why would you not want us to know? It's amazing. Why would you ever stand for a candidate or take a vaccine from somebody who refuses to release information to you about the vaccine or about themselves? Why would you ever do it? Why would you be a Christian and take a vaccine from somebody who aborts babies and refuses to release the information to you about the development of that vaccination. Why, how could you willingly sign up and line up to be a guinea pig for people like this? How can you choose to be such a, a person who lacks sentience like this? How can anybody, in the most simplistic terms, choose to be such a sheep? It's amazing to me. Go to the next one for me, Will. Paul, Paul Sperry tweet. I mean, this might be the last thing. I think it's the last thing I got on the Biden docs. Then we're shift to the WEF. Breaking. FBI Director Christopher Ray's Chief of Staff. Here it is. Again, I, I'm going to set this up with this. We need to be set free. We do not need to be. First of all, we are not ruled by people. We are ruled by a document called the Constitution of the United States of America and the Bill of Rights. That's what we're ruled by. We need to stop being ruled by a bunch of people who want to redact everything they do, everything they say, and the record of all they do and say. We need to stop, and, 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 and it's just a swamp. It's the worm-ridden, ridden, uh, demon-filled swamp who everybody there knows each other. You have criminals investigating criminals. That's, what, that's all that's going on there. Look at it. FBI Director Christopher Ray's Chief of Staff, Jonathan Lenzer. So you have Christopher Ray's Chief of Staff is now the newly appointed Special Counsel Robert Hur's Deputy in Maryland. So you have Christopher Ray, Joe Biden, swamp sycophant, James Comey's best buddy is now the assistant for the special prosecutor looking into Joe Biden's possession of classified documents. So it's basically it's Christopher Ray. You have Christopher Ray, who's a criminal, looking into Joe Biden, who's a criminal. This we have going on. Her's deputy in Maryland. Lenzer's father was Bill and Hillary Clinton's private eye fixer. So heavily linked. So now the assistant to her the special counsel looking in to Joe Biden, his assistant is the son of Hillary and Bill and Hillary Clinton's private eye fixer. Lenzen is, Lenzen, of course, here they are. They all know each other. So you have Clinton, you have Biden related to, related to Clinton, Ray rela, uh, rela, related to Clinton. And, Lenz, and then you have, of course, Lenzer is married to uh, to WAPO national editor, Matea Gold. So then you have, have all of these people related to Goebbels, Washington Post, media. They're all, it's, just, it's a swamp. It really, I mean, I know it's very simplistic. It's, a, it's not so much a swamp as it is a sewer, a worm-ridden sewer, leech-infested sewer that is telling us what to do. And this all must be brought to the light by our new Congress, period. Joe Biden is guilty of multiple, multiple felonies. There is no way he's not. There's it, him simply. It's not. It's got nothing. You're gonna, what you're going to hear is the sewage coming from people like Mark Elias and Lenzer, Chris Ray, her, all the rest of them. They're going to start talking to you about intent. 
the intent doesn't matter. They're going to talk to you about Joe Biden is both transparent. Joe Biden turned these things over. None of that matters. Simply being in possession of those documents is a felony, is a federal crime. There is no way out, way worse than anything Richard Nixon did, way worse than anything Bill Clinton did, certainly way worse than anything Donald Trump did. Donald Trump never broke, never broke a criminal code, ever. There's no collusion. He didn't have classified documents, nothing. So Joe Biden, there's, they're going to talk to you. They're going to use those nefarious terms that mean absolutely nothing. There's no way for him, no way for to justify him being in possession of classified documents. None. Doesn't matter if he's transparent. Doesn't mean he's forthcoming. Doesn't doesn't matter if his heart was in the right place. None of that matters. Doesn't mean that he doesn't matter that he turned them over. Doesn't matter. They're not in a secure skiff. Even if they were in a secure, secure skiff, it would still be illegal because he can't declassify documents. And him being in possession of classified information is a felony. Period. It doesn't matter. There's no way around it. He is guilty. He must be impeached. It's as simple as that. All right, let's move on to the World Economic Forum. I just want to put this out to you. If you watch this podcast all the time, you know what's coming. What is this all about? Not the Biden documents. That's just a sideshow. What the Biden documents are about is be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. That shall you also reap. You're not going to defeat the construct of God. If you sow it, you're going to reap it. If you're on national TV, bad-mouthing Donald Trump for being in possession of declassified documents that you're calling classified, and you're going to try to prosecute him and you're going to raid his home, it's going to come back to you. Yahweh will make sure that it does. Period. Simple as that. You got to go ahead and try it. Be not deceived. God is not fooled. Whatever a man sows, God will make sure that you reap it. It's as simple as that. And what, what, now on to the World Economic Forum. This is all about Revelation chapter 13 and 14. Memorize as much of those chapters as you possibly can. That he causes all, both small and great, this is Revelation 13, 16, 17, and 18. You've heard me quote it a million times if you watch this podcast. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on, on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate, understand the mark of the beast, for it is the mark of a man. His number is 666. There you go. That is what COVID-19 has been about. That's what climate change is about, period. Climate change is about using the infrastructure set up by vaccine passports to usher in CBDCs and social credit systems. That's what it's about. COVID-19 was used to get to the vaccine passport, period. Where you have Ursula van der Leyen, whose husband is involved with, directly involved with the development of the vaccines that leads to the vaccine passport, that sets the infrastructure in place, uh, uh, contact tracing, facial recognition, swipe card technology, QR code technology, quantum dot tattoo technology. You even have uh, Benjamin Netanyahu just praising, just, just espousing the great virtue of everybody having a biometric card. This is what that's about. It's usher in. It, yes, it, it's about having to have a vaccine passport, but that vaccine passport won't even be called a vaccine passport. It'll be called just a common pass. You'll have all your medical information on it. You'll have to have the vaccinations to get it, but it's not just the, it's just not so that you can do the specific things like get medical care. It'll be about unless you have the vaccine passport, the common pass, you won't be able to buy, sell, trade, or travel. You won't be able to buy fuel. You won't be able to plug in your electric car. Nothing without that card. That infrastructure was put in place by the development of the alpha variant. 
in the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese Academy of Sciences, financed by the CCP, financed by Ralph Barrick and UNC, financed by uh, Anthony Fauci and the EcoHealth Alliance, financed by Bill, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Simple as that. If I, it was all put in place. They needed to develop a very mild virus because if they develop one that has a 90% death rate, they're all going to die too. And they would never want that to happen. So they developed a, they developed a variant called the alpha variant. And they do, and it's very mild. It gets, it, gets, it gets conflated with flu because it has a, it's far less virulent than the flu for anybody from 0 to 50 years of age. About the same from 50 to 70 and slightly more virulent if you have comorbidities from 70 on. Slightly more than the flu. Flu is 7 to 20 times more likely to kill anybody over from 0 to 19 than COVID-19. So they had to develop that because they have to get to the vaccine passport to set up the infrastructure for CBDCs, central bank digital currency, and for social credit systems where they are at the nozzle of all that you own. Everything that you own, they're at the not your ability to purchase that belongs to them. You're like, well, no, I own my own outright, uh, my house outright. Do you? Property taxes are the way to ensure that you never own your house outright. So if you have to have a green pass, a common pass, or a mark on your right hand or on your forehead to pray to pay property taxes, you don't really own your home, do you? So it's all about that. They want you to have an electric car, so their hands at the spigot. They control your fuel usage. They control how far you can go. They control whether you go or not. That's the point of it all. And that's what the world, the, 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 the epicenter of this ideology is at the World Economic Forum. Understand, Joe Biden is a tentacle of the World Economic Forum. He does not look at himself as a president of a sovereign nation. He looks at himself as a governor of a state, of a global sovereign nation. John Kerry the same way. Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio, all of them jet setting out to Davos. I believe that this week is the Davos Summit. All jet setting out to Davos, right? Six, I believe it's over a thousand jets. I'll get to that in a minute. So here's the Lady Gray video, video from the World Economic Forum, World Economic Forum, bragging about writing a new code for life. Play it for me. we're talking about improving biology and redesigning organisms for beneficial purposes. It's going to allow us to not just edit genomes, but also, uh, and importantly, write a new code for life. We'll have write-level permissions. We already started to see some of that this year. COVID-19 vaccines, they make use of engineered code in the form of messenger RNA. What's on the horizon are diminished reality glasses that look very much like what I'm wearing, um, that would allow you to remove things from your point of view, from your view, whether that's garbage uh, or other people. See, the World Economic Forum exemplifies what I've been saying. See, it's one, it's one, it's one agenda with many different tactics to get to the end game of the agenda. What is the agenda? To leverage you into one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them controlled by a tyrant, controlled by a tyrannical government. 
That's what it's all about. And you notice that in this video, it's all integrated together. You're talking about medical. You're talking about environmental because they're just the same tactic. They're just different tactics of the same agenda. Gun grabbing is a tactic of that agenda. The radical homosexual agenda is a tactic of that agenda. The transgender agenda is a tactic of that agenda. The climate agenda is a tactic of that agenda. And of course, COVID-19, vaccines, lockdowns are all a tactic of that agenda. It's a myriad of tactics, all which leads to your submission, your subjugation, your subjection, your control. That's what it's all about. And it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1. We are to be the restraining out of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8. You cannot comply. I'm not talking about violence. I'm not talking about rebellion. I'm not talking about a physical revolution. I am talking about we must stand. If that means you end up with handcuffs on, you end up with handcuffs on. You must, like Rodney Howard Brown got arrested in Florida, Right before churches were deemed essential. He actually, 36 hours before churches were deemed essential, he was arrested. It prompted Ron DeSantis to deem churches to be essential because he stood. Therefore, we have enjoyed in Florida, basically, while everybody else is now in month 33, I mean, uh, yeah, 33 months and 15 days to flatten the curve, uh, we, we didn't much change at all in Florida, except for the compliant sheep. You must stand. Notice, it, if, in that one video, it just shows you It's all integrated together. It's all one agenda with different tactics, but always understand. And they, all the Christians fall for anything with medical in front of it. Well, you know, they said it's for my health. It said said it'll prevent me from getting a viral infection. So I'll do whatever they say. Do you ever look at who is telling you to do these things? Hyper-abortionists? Pfizer? Who's had to pay multi, multi multi-billion dollar criminal settlements for buying off doctors and killing people? Bill and Melinda Gates, who has paralyzed 496,000 children in India and sterilized kids in India, of which all of that information on the World World Health Organization's own website? Just because it's health in front of it, Christian, doesn't mean you do it. There can be a nefarious purpose behind something with a health label on it. When will you wake up? Look at, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Actually go and look into things. Why, why would you ever take medical advice from your ideological, political, theological, and philosophical opponent? Why? Those that you can't stand anything else they do in life, but you'll take their metal rod full of their fluid and jam it into your bloodstream? Or lock your church down or put a mask on your face and muzzle yourself? I mean, come on, no. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Recognize your enemies. Emerald Robinson tweet. Why is Georgia Governor Brian Kemp going? My producer Aaron just told me, what is it, one day and eight hours? One day and eight hours until, so it starts sometime on Monday. One day, one day and eight hours until the World Economic Forum Summit starts. Brian Kemp's going. Why is Brian Kemp going? Why is Brian Kemp going to a summit of people who want to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by their own tyranny? Why, why is Brian Kemp going? Why is Larry Hogan going, governor of Maryland? Why is Larry Wicker going? Why is, Gov- why is Senator Pat Toomey, Republican, going? Why are these people going? 
I mean, do, is it possible that when somebody has an R in front of their name, there's still a globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist? Is that possible? It's absolutely possible. And by the way, is factually true. All right, Wittgenstein video. Here's the merging. Here's the one world agenda, the one world commerce agenda, climate, COVID, gun grabbing, transgenderism, Bill Gates, how CRISPR could save lives and end diseases. Play it for me. Walter Isaacson's new book, The Codebreaker, tells an amazing story. It's about how Jennifer Doudna and other scientists discovered a new way to edit DNA. Editing DNA with precision has been a holy grail for scientists for decades. The DNA, of course, encodes all of the biological functions. And so some of the mistakes in DNA cause disease, genetic disease. If we could go in and fix those mistakes, we could save many, many lives and get rid of these diseases. CRISPR is a very fascinating tool. You figure out a part of the DNA sequence that you want to change. Then you take the DNA that's nearby and create a guide in RNA. So that helps you locate the position. And then you link this CAS enzyme, which has the ability to do that cut and edit. And so pulling together this guiding RNA and this Cas enzyme, editing uh, becomes possible. Our foundation is funding. I don't know about you, but I don't really want Billy Gates' buzzsaw integrated into my DNA. I don't know, call me crazy, but I don't really want Bill Gates' buzzsaw in my body. Here's the thing too. He talks about DNA mistakes. In, now, if you're talking about people that were born actually with malformed DNA that we've seen, bring it back to me. If we, if you actually see that happen, I mean, what do we have with diseases? Okay, that's one thing. But when you inject every human being on the planet, which is always Bill Gates's ult- ultimate goal, and let's just say it right now, five allegedly five billion people have been injected with an experimental mRNA gene altering, permanently gene altering vaccine. You're assuming that all DNA is a mistake. Not people who are born diseased, born with infirmity that Jesus needs to heal. You're you're actually assuming when you inject people with an mRNA vaccination who are not sick, or right now where you have Moderna and Pfizer both developing mRNA drugs to fix what they did with the COVID-19 vaccinations, mRNA, you have have, uh, Pfizer buying a heart pill dispensary and you have Moderna developing mRNA vaccinations for the lining of your heart to fix myocarditis, to fix the problem they cause, typical liberal, cause the problem, say there's a problem and offer your horrific demonic solutions. But if you're, if you're injecting people who are perfectly healthy with an mRNA vaccination, permanently altering their genetic material, then you are saying that God was wrong, that God is not sufficient, that I am God. That's what these people are saying. And they are all transhumanists who believe they're going to download. This is not right-wing conspiracy. Pull it up on Google. It's open source data on non-conservative sites. These are transhumanists. Yol Harari, Bill Gates, all the rest of them. Klaus Schwab, they're transhumanists. They believe that they will live forever. And they believe that they are superior to God. I mean, you, chief advisor for Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum, Navo uh, uh, Harari, yeah, Noah Harari, he actually says, that Jesus Christ is a fallacy. It's, false, it's fake news. That, and, they, and he believes you can inject people with an mRNA vaccination who are completely healthy, alter their DNA, and now they're superior to what they were. 
absolute, you want to talk about fallacy, absolute demonic fallacy. That's the fallacy. But that's Bill Gates' plan. Squirrel Mama tweet. Going to Davos. Of course, Bill Gates, I'm sure, will be at Davos one hour, uh, eight hours, and uh, one day and eight hours from now. Going to Davos for the World uh, Economic Forum, you will own nothing and like it. So here's the list. If you can put that list up for me, guys. Here's the list. I don't know. Blow it up as big as you can for me, Aaron, so I can read it. I can read it right where it's at. So on this list here, you got Secretary of Labor, Martin Walsh is going to Davos. DNA, uh, DNI, which is the Director of National Intelligence. Our current Avril Haines, who is the Director of National Intelligence, is jetting off to Davos, I'm sure, in her own private jet. There's a thousand private jets flying off to their climate summit. These people are all against global warming, but all of them are flying over in their private jets, yachts, and helicopters. Which shows that that which shows that they're not that they don't believe it's just like COVID. They don't believe that's why they're all caught not wearing masks and not taking vaccines. They're just presenting a problem to control you. They're not afraid of the problem that they're telling you is an existential threat to your life. It's only an existential threat to your life. If they all believe that there was climate change and that climate change was an existential threat to human life, they wouldn't be jetting over there on a private jet. One private jet flight, which I'm all for flying on private jets, I'm fine as long as you're not doing it in hypocrisy. So if you're flying over there and you believe that every, and flying one private jet flight is basically the carbon footprint of a human for a year and you're doing it in one day and doing it multiple times like John Kerry and all the rest of them, if you honestly believe that that was this grievous threat to human life, you would stop doing it and zoom all your calls in. You would just you would do that, right? And it's just like if you really believe you're Chris Cuomo and you're and you're on you're on CNN telling people, you know, you better mask up, and you get caught at your own apartment facility flaunting verbally flaunting mask rules and regulations, then going on your news show and telling everybody you should do it or you should be arrested, then you don't believe your own agenda. And you should never really be overly fervent about agenda that you have to lie about for one thing. So again, all they're doing is creating a problem that doesn't exist. COVID-19, climate, transgenderism, and offering their solution, which leads to your control. Why is our DNI director of national intelligence going to Davos? Director of national intelligence, C-I-A-N-S-A, is going to Davos. Director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, is going. Why is Christopher Wray going to basically a medical and climate tyranny summit using climate using medical emergencies that they create why is he going to this summit uh usaid administration that's of course that's where that's anthony fauci administrator samantha power no it's not different person sorry wrong on that one special presidential envoy of course john Kerry. Senator Chris Coons, Democrat. Senator Maria Cantwell, Democrat. Joe Manchin, Democrat. James Risch, Democrat. All these senators. Senator Kristen Sinema, Democrat. Rep uh, Don Beyer, Democrat. Rep uh, Joaquin Castro, Democrat. Rep Daryl Issa, shocked by that one. Republican, California. Rep Gregory Meeks, Democrat. Rep Seth Moulton, Democrat. Rep Maria Salazar, shot. Well, I'm not super shocked. She, she's a slimy worm. She just goes with the flow. Whatever she thinks will get her reelected, she'll say. If, she want, if it's conservative that get her reelected, she'll be conservative. If it's uh, liberal, she'll be liberal. If it's being a, a, a slimy worm totalitarian, she'll do it. Mike Sherrill, Democrat, New Jersey. Juan Vargas, uh, Democrat, California. Why are all of these legislators going to Davos, Switzerland to meet with Klaus Schwab who wants to leverage the world 
who, and by the way, Klaus Schwab, his enforcement arm is Xi Jinping and the CCP, whose model for life is the CCP. He wants the entire world to be, CC, to be the CCP, to be, to be like China. China, basically, China. China is basically a country that is what's called the Lao Beijing, a bunch of people who hate the CCP, controlled by the CCP. We cannot allow that to happen. We cannot allow a few tyrants around the globe to control our lives. We cannot have it. But all these legislators, Republican and Democrat, but primarily Republican, I mean, primarily Democrat, are going to Davos. Why? Why would that be? Here's a pic of, of Avril Haines. Where was she in this picture? This is our current Director of National Intelligence, CIA, NSA, NSA, caught downloading Americans' information without a warrant. Caught. James Clapper lied under oath about it. This is the current DNI. Where is this picture taken? This picture was taken at event 201 in October of 2019. While they tabletop exercised a coronavirus outbreak, our current DNI was at that summit. Very strange, isn't it? Very strange because COVID-19 was simply developed to get to the vaccine passport that leads to the infrastructure for CBDCs and, and social, uh, social credit systems. The, the infrastructure was put in place by the need for a vaccine, by the need for a vaccine mandate, and then a vaccine passport. And there she was, right there, right before the outbreak. While they sat, none of us had ever even heard the word coronavirus or COVID-19. None of us had ever heard it, but there they were two months prior to the outbreak in Wuhan, China. Two months war gaming an outbreak of a coronavirus and our current director of national intelligence was at event 201 that is not right-wing conspiracy that's not alex jones which alex jones is right most of the time that is absolute fact there she was along with bill and melinda gates along with and who was it that sponsored that event the world economic forum and the bill and melinda gates foundation hodgkin swins video so are they planning a cyber attack for the next pandemic play it for me Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Yeah, Bill Gates, who just held and attended his own catastrophic, that's the name of the conference, Catastrophic Contagion Conference, CCC, Catastrophic Contagion Conference, of which they war-gamed a Sears outbreak. I don't remember what Sears, what Sears stood for. A Sears outbreak, another catastrophic contagion outbreak, which, by the way, COVID was anything but catastrophic, and it was, and it's all coming out now. It's all coming out that all of these deaths attributed to COVID were absolute fallacies. They're looking into hospitalization data. Why? Probably because the insurance companies don't want to continue to pay out COVID nineteen death settlements because they have people go in. They made sure they swabbed every single cheek that came into every single hospital, and anybody who died who, who died in a motorcycle accident with their head cut off, they were they they credited it as a COVID death. They they create their own cat, uh, uh, catastrophic events, their own catastrophes. Se- uh, Sears stands for, my producer Aaron got it for me, Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome. There you go. 
That's what Billy's planning and just had his catastrophic contagion conference. So you got to, so what is, and then you've got, of course, Klaus Schwab saying, what if the next thing's a cyber attack? So I wonder what will happen. Are we going to see, is it going to be a cyber attack? You know, because they can't, here's the thing about their whole climate hoax agenda is you can't create a tidal wave yet. They can't do that yet, but they can create a lie in the wind, a fallacy. They can create a, a, a mirage like COVID-19, 99.9% survival virus is an existential threat to life. Look at all the Christians mask up. Look at all the Christians closed down. This is definitely going to work. They can do that. And they know a cyber attack, they can actually make that happen. And then what's their answer every single time? Us. That's their answer. We're your answer, says Klaus Schwab. You wonder why there's hyperinflation? It's so that they crash the world, the, the American economy, so they come in with their solution, which is what? us just give us control of everything we'll wipe we'll wipe clean all debt around the globe everyone will go on a nice guaranteed monthly income you'll move into your your uh, your cubicle inside of a wall city everything 15 minutes away we'll control every last thing that you do and we'll lower the earth's population do that as we continue to inject you with vaccinations that cause heart inflammation blood clots and ade and here's their real agenda now of course just like all the other information everybody wants to take down fbi taking down their investigation of the hunter Biden laptop pfizer refusing to release their information fauci refusing to release their information the fbi refusing to release their information the cdc refusing to release their information and then everybody takes their vaccines strange squirrel mama video pay attention here's what the world economic forum took off their website the eight their eight predictions for 2030 i know you've probably seen this video before but it sets the precedent play it for me So there you go. Here's just a couple of the underpinnings. You'll own nothing. You'll run everything and you'll be happy. So who you will be renting it from? Uh, the bourgeois leftist elitists who will continue to maintenance their wealth while you own nothing and lose everything you have. Prince Charles, who loves the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab, multi-multi-millionaire. Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, all love the World Economic Forum. Will they surrender all of their wealth and own nothing and be happy? Is that what's No, absolutely not. These questions have to be asked. They, I mean, uh, the, why is no reporter ever asked these people this? You're espousing owning nothing and renting everything. Are you going to own nothing? 
They're going to make just like I said, one of the key things you need to see in that video was the U.S. will no longer be a superpower. That's why you are seeing mass hyperinflation is to crush our economy to bring us into level with everybody else. By the way, the Chinese economy is being crushed too. China will eventually turn on the World Economic Forum, eventually, because they will see that the World Economic Forum is actually their enemy too. Not that China is virtuous in any way, shape, or form. No meat, of course. They'll have all the ribeyes. You won't. Meat will just be an occasional treat. And here's the other part that I talk about all the time. If you're wondering why we have mass migration that's been instituted by the World Economic Forum, you want to talk about they send Kamala Harris all over the place for, to, to discover the root causes of mass migration? Do you know why? That what is the root cause of mass migration in the northern hemisphere, in the western northern hemisphere? What is the cause? An open southern border. If you have an open southern border, that causes mass, mass migration. Problem solved, just fire Kamala Harris and hire me. Done. You open the southern border. Now, of course, everybody's going to want to go to the United States. And they're all, oh, these are all destitute people. Why are they all walking across fat with cell phones? You ever watch the videos? They're all fat and they all have cell phones. They are, they're in desperate need. No, they're not. This is all on purpose. This is to flood countries with people with no heritage connection to their originating, to the country they're migrating to, so they're easily globally governed. If you flood America with Venezuelans, Guatemalans, Mexicans, Cubans, and everybody else who has no heritage connection to the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, they're easily governed out of Davos, Switzerland. And of course, fined for fossil fuels. It's all part of it. Mass migration is one of the tactics for the agenda, the singular agenda with multiple tactics, to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Epic TV, is that where we're at? Well, no, here we go. Go to that one for me. So here it is, over 2,500 delegates, over 1,000 private jets and motorcades. Yes, it's the annual, this is James Melville tweet, uh, World Economic Forum Davos Jamboree of Hypocrisy, where a bunch of elites, parasites, preach to us, plebes, about saving our planet. While they fly, I'm adding my own words now, while they fly there in 1,000 private jets, 2,500 delegate, 2,500 delegates in these motorcades. Look at the video of this motorcade. Play it for me, Will. And Aaron, if you're able to, just put that video side by side of all the cars. I just want to be, you can just play it and mute it side by side if you can do it. Now, I just want to, where, where are the economy cars? I'm wondering, where are all the little cubes? Where are the cubes? I, I'm just curious. Where are the little cubes? What, what, what do they call the ones that are both electric and, and hybrid. hybrid? Where are all the hybrid? I'm just curious. Where are they? And where, where are all the Priuses? Where, where are all the little cube cars? Why are these people, they, they believe that this, their CO2 emissions are an existential threat to your life and everybody else. So they're going to have to take over your life to keep you from killing yourself. But here they are. Everybody's in an SUV. Everybody's in a Mercedes. Everybody's in a Jaguar. Where, 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 are all, where are all the cube cars? Where are all the hybrids? None. And a thousand private jets. All right, go to the next one for me. Epoch TV video. World Economic, uh, uh, World Economic Forum head Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab, that's true, Klaus Schwab recently proclaimed the Chinese regime a role model. Who do they want us to be like? Play this video. 
I want to talk about what's happening in China. You may have seen some of the videos of the mass protests starting and maybe you haven't. Uh, there's some real serious stuff going down in China right now. And it's interesting timing that Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum comes out on Chinese state media and talks about how China's a role model for the world and, you know, this whole Great Reset agenda. Uh, he's, of course, tying this back to the meeting in Bali, the G20 meeting, which is weird he was even there because he's not an elected leader, right? Given that situation, of course, he's talking about how China's a role model for the world with this whole Great Reset agenda. Then this happens. Very bad. While you have the Chinese government locking people into factories and forcing them to work with no pay, while you have the Chinese government with, with Dachau-style, Auschwitz-style loading up of humans zip-tied behind their backs onto trains to go be experimented on, raped and murdered, they are called the Uyghur Muslims, Klaus Schwab is on Chinese media this week saying, you know what, I don't, I don't want to say it was this week, recently, I don't know when it was, but it was recent, recently on their media, while this is all going on, saying, you know what, you allow Beijing of China, those you poor innocent people that are being that are being victimized by the Chinese Communist Party, this is the ideal society, this is the ideal governance for the world. And look at all of our reps going to meet with Klaus Schwab, who's on Chinese media saying that Chinese, the Chinese uh, Communist Party is the ideal governance for the planet. And you got Christopher Ray going to meet with him. You got our Avril Haines, our DNI, DNI going to meet with him. Manchin going to meet with him. Pat Toomey going to meet with him and numerous other representatives from the United States going to meet with a man who's on Chinese media saying that, you know what, this is the ideal. This is the pinnacle of governance around the globe. So let me show you what he wants. And by the way, this is what the Democratic Party wants. All the Democrats going over to, to uh, Davos. There's some Republicans going too, but they're just Republicans in name only. Chris, Christopher Ray is going over there. Uh, Director of National Intelligence is going over there. Going over to the conference where the head of that conference wants the world to be China. This is what China looks like. Johnny Midnight video. What the heck? Is this, is this am I on the right one? No, Sing, Sing Ping. Is that where we're at? Yeah, I'm one ahead. If you try to enter a public place in China with a yellow code, play it for me. You come out for me. And people might say, you know what? That's, that's, that's what all of our people are going over there, going over to Davos to meet with a guy who thinks that's ideal. That's, that's the pinnacle of, of societal governance right there. Where you go into you go into a store and you can be turned away from the store when you swipe that code and it flashes yellow. You know, they, you're, some, of, some of the more simpletons out, some of the more simple people, the simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Proverbs 14, 15. Some of the more simple people would say, well, you know what? The person was probably exposed to COVID. How do you know the person was, ex was exposed to COVID? Or was it some government entity programming his, his phone to say that he was so that they can control him because they don't like his politics? How do you know? How, how do you know who's behind what's going on in this? That you just trust that the people who are behind, the, behind, behind Apple or whatever phone that you have can be trusted? Especially that it's been shown that our government, our own government, regularly integrates itself with social media, with Google, with the very operating systems that would determine whether that yellow alarm should go off or not. You just trust that it goes off because it's a piece of technology, just like all the Christians believe anything that you say, you put the word medical in front of it. 
You're just going to trust that when that, al- that yellow alert goes off, that it's righteous because it's on a piece of technology controlled by a federal government? Johnny Midnight video, what, and this is not just in China. Look at what's happening at, at Whole Foods. Johnny Midnight video, play for me. So basically, you cannot get into the Whole Foods market in Washington, D.C. unless you scan your own QR code and they track everything you're doing. And this is the future of all grocery stores. So if you want more information on this, I'll get it to you. But this is the future of all grocery stores. And of course, you saw the two masked simpletons walk right in there. Very obedient. They're like, yeah, this is great. You know, it's so convenient. Yeah, are you really, really fine with every last movement that you make being controlled? Well, yeah, I'm fine. I got nothing to hide until they shut you down from, from where you want to go. Until they decide, you know what? We don't want you to go. And then, well, I'm a liberal. I've complied the entire time. You think your compliance is going to buy you special privileges outside of the totalitarian's control? You really believe that? Really? When they shut down, Whole Foods thinks that they're complying, so they'll always get away with it. When they decide to shut down Whole Foods, because if you control all the product, you control the consumer, so they'll just have one grocery store. And the only way to get in that one grocery store is with that singular access point controlled by a federalized government, a tyrannical government. Here's another example. Xinping Guang video, COVID passport China. Play it for me. In Shanghai, life is going back to normal. But caution remains high and new tools are being used to avoid a second wave of infections. QR codes have now become the passports that allow Chinese people to move around. To get into a shop, one must show a green health code proving good health. This is obtained by scanning a mosaic through a mobile app. The green health code depends on a number of different factors, including travel history in the last 14 days. For the customers, the system is reassuring. But for those who obtain a red code and are in good health, no explanation is given. This is the case for this man, who had no one to appeal to when he just finished quarantine after a trip to a different province. The precautionary measures are reinforcing the Chinese state's surveillance. After analyzing the code of one of these apps, this journalist found that once registered, the user's data was handed over to the police. There's nothing on the app to tell you that the police are in any way involved. It says that this is a government service, but then it doesn't sort of specify beyond that. So it's pretty surprising to then see this beacon that's immediately going to police. Has the pandemic become an opportunity for China to boost surveillance of its citizens? According to the authorities, these are just exceptional measures. That was all the pandemic was ever about, was to be able to boost totalitarians' abilities to track you, control you, subjugate you, submit you 
and subject you. That's what it's been about from day one. They used a medical emergency that wasn't a medical emergency. Again, just like climate change is not a climate emergency or a threat to your life in any way, shape, or form. They just create the mirage and then offer you their solutions. And notice what they said. Just like every time you hear Joe Biden say or Barack Obama say, you can choose your doctor, you can choose your whatever. You, and, then, and then, of course, you can't. And, you know, these biometric cards are voluntary. They're just voluntary. And then they become not. And then, of course, you sign up for this biometric uh, tracking in your life, which they don't ever tell you goes directly to the Chinese version of the Gestapo. They don't tell you any of that. Of course, that's what it's been about. From day one, New York Post tweet. Third New York City lawyer, you think it's just in China. It's happening right now. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in New York City without your Excelsior pass. Third NYC lawyer booted from MSG by James Dolan facial recognition technology. MSG is in multiple lawsuits. If you're a lawyer that's against them in a lawsuit, they have facial recognition technology that will pull you out of a crowd of five, six hundred, a thousand people. And then their security will come up to you and say, you know what? We got you on facial recognition. Uh, and you know what? You're not welcome in, in Madison Square Garden. And you'll be escorted out. Look at this. Oh, no, I don't have time for that last video. So that's okay. So th- I, just want to, I just want everybody to know. Uh, we are in a spiritual war. Got that, Facebook? A spiritual war. So you must understand who your opposition is so you know to be the Second Thessalonians chapter 2 restraining, who you're restraining against. Love you all. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.